0: 30 years ago, the grand year of 1990, Frank Day stands at a shell of a building looking around in awe. It was to be a warm, inviting brewery where people could come in, rest, and chat about the greater world with a big old mug of beer. Time has passed and Walnut Brewery is no more, but the friendships forged within its walls are, eh, tenuous at best. But hey, we try. I'm Jeff. I'm Aaron. And this is the final word with Jeff and Aaron. Uh, today's episode is going to be very special. Uh, trust me, it was worth the three weeks hiatus. Uh, but before Jeez, we dig in... Three I think, weeks.
1: Right, That's three crazy. weeks. That's crazy.
0: bit of Man, a mistake on like, our part, I feel like
1: time right now is just kind of blending into itself.
0: It definitely is the case. Uh, but before we dig in too deep, uh, I think we should, should do a round of introductions since yeah. we have three new people with us. Well, I was so before, of,
1: before we do this, the reason... You want to
0: do it before, before. The,
1: yeah. So, well, the reason Jeff had that fun, lovely little intro... Um, Is because if you remember from our last podcast, we have three guest stars that um, way back in the day, Jeff and I and our three guest stars, who will introduce themselves shortly, would frequent Walnut Brewery at 10 o'clock for their late night happy hour and talk about random crap for a good hour plus. And that was where the inspiration for this podcast came from. So without further ado... I was, thinking we could,
0: I was thinking we hmm? could introduce ourselves by basically um the most recent editions of the group. So start with the earliest part of the group and then end with the latest. And I think that okay. order is Anthony, Jared, Ben, me, Aaron.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. So Anthony, Let's... introduce yourself.
2: Hey everyone, I'm Anthony.
1: Hi not Anthony. sure if
2: what what, a, what other information I need to share.
1: Um what's what's your uh what's zo- uh, your your sign, your your astrological sign?
2: Um
1: yeah, you don't know that's okay. <laughs> that's, <laughs> okay, I no, know, what's your
2: association I, I, with the group? Why um, why are you here today? Um, so I was roommates with Jared for a while, uh, very early on in grad school, and then eventually um, Jeff joined us. His room um, in our house, and then eventually met Aaron, and then Ben I've actually known since undergrad, and then he ended up coming to uh, Colorado for grad school as well. All
1: right. Jared.
3: yes, hey, so I'm Jared. I spent uh, about 10 years in a particular house where four of us lived at one time or another. And uh, we're roommates with pretty much everyone except Aaron. And Aaron, I uh, mean, I'm, we, we I'm, all I'm, go back so long.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm too cool to have roommates.
0: Although you have been room roomed with place? Aaron, uh, Anthony <coughs> before.
1: That's true for, true for a short amount of time. There's truth uh. to that. All right. And, and last... actually,
0: before we move on from Jared, well, hey, Jared, where are
3: you right now?
1: Ah, good I'm question I'm
3: in Barcelona. Right. Or as you know if you say it, if you want to be kind of you know like that, Barcelona. <laughs>
1: Barcelona. Have a little like slur of the sea. Barcelona. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh and finally, Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm an Aquarius <laughs> and I like taking long walks in the rain.
1: Nice. Uh, that was that was beautiful, Ben. Classic. Thank rain. you. Thank That's you for uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us today, Ben. Your your enthusiasm yes, yes. is electric. <laughs>
4: A whole new yeah, level. So, so, yeah, yeah. like Anthony said, I knew him in undergrad uh, uh, back in Montana, where I have since returned. I'm actually in Missoula, which is two hours from where we went to school in Helena. Yeah. And I'm chilling here. Fun side story. I
0: also went to the same college just in, like, five years after them.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was tech support, and I, I, yes. I helped you and, and or your roommates uh, get on the internet when you moved in freshman year. Exactly. I, that was my last year. Yep. That's
1: good. So um, it's kind of funny of... All of everybody on this call, I am the most outsider esque because I did not go to school with any of you guys.
3: It's very true. And no fact, lived with us.
1: <laughs> what's that? Yeah.
3: Well, no. I think you live with Anthony for a bit, right?
1: Uh, sort of. Anthony he stayed yeah, with exactly. me for a summer, for a few yeah. months in the summer.
0: In that case, Aaron, how did you get associated with this group?
1: Okay, so <laughs> like all good things, I met Anthony through Jewish stuff. Anthony is not Jewish, however, um. So, was that through
0: Adam, I think?
1: Yeah, so Anthony had a friend, Adam, who I became friends with through Jewish stuff, and then I met Anthony through Adam, and then the rest, as they say, is history, for better or worse.
2: Yeah. I feel um, like you met all of us through Adam, or not all, but um, Jared and Ben I mean, well I met at the you, same time Anthony, through Adam.
1: Yeah, I met Anthony and Jared or, through Adam, and then Jeff, oh, and Jeff came along for the ride.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how I knew Adam was through Anthony as well, so – That's going to happen. Ben also
1: came along for the ride, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not to inflate his
0: ego too much, but I'm pretty sure Anthony is the cornerstone of this group, as all of us can associate our ties directly to him.
4: Yeah, he's the uh, social networking uh, hub. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) that's true. Well, I know like I know other people through Anthony, Urban and Graham and Amanda and other people that yeah. Um, Anyways, so with the introductions out of the way. Um, Jeff, what are we doing today?
0: I just assumed you know I have my giant mug of water because for us it's eleven, and that would be a really terrible time to drink a mug of beer. But I got I got, we just I got of, a
1: big mug of coffee.
0: Nice, nice. What other drinks do we got here? I see Anthony has a jar of uh, water as well. Vodka. That's a jar I of was,
1: vodka. I
2: was I was gonna say gin actually, but no, it's oh, like, it, it is it is just
1: water. Okay, Jared's got um, it looks like a beer, a premium, premium quality, quality lager beer.
4: And, and uh, I'm the only one without a camera, so no one can see what I'm doing, but <laughs> I have a uh, Locomoca uh, energy drink. Nice. And, coffee.
1: and and none of you, obviously, are going to see this either, since, you know, it's an audio podcast.
0: Yep. Oh, man, we should have made this the very first video one, which would have been
1: not super a great. A nightmare. Whatever. It would have been a nightmare. <laughs> I am. Um, so, oh, I before we go on.
3: on... Like, a lot of my makeup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to
3: get the yeah, higher. I would have had to.
1: I should. I needed to you shave less
3: Put your face like on. You know how hard uh, it is to get a hairdresser these days.
1: <laughs> That's true. What? Speaking of um, hairdressers, uh, what's it like in Spain, Jared? Is I don't it,
3: understand how that connects with hairdressers.
1: Be, because I'm going. With,
3: I'm afraid that the. the I was going with the whole coronavirus thing. You said questions. it's hard
1: to get a hairdresser because of coronavirus. I'm assuming. So I was asking, what's it like in Spain right now?
3: Good. We're we're pretty um on the downtick. We're starting to open up. Actually, today you you can go out on the street at certain hours and you know go out and start doing things. We've oh, were like you compl- a Were you not even allowed outside? We're opening up, slowly, in a fairly long plan.
1: Were you not even allowed outside?
3: We were. We were supposed to stay inside wow. except to do the, the most essential things.
1: Right. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, because so in Colorado, at least, um, we had a stay-at-home order for a good month or so, but the stay-at-home order was essentially like you can go out and about, but don't go to work, don't do anything non-essential. You can go on a walk, stay six feet apart from people, yada, yada. Um, That has sort of been lifted, and we're now at a safer at-home order, which i think is stupid but that's a that that could be a good topic of conversation anthony Um, where are you
2: now are you still in dc um yeah so i'm in the dc area um what's what's it like over there uh we have a stay-at-home order but when our government when our governor announced it he uh, announced it in a way that made it sound like it was still no different from their just um recommendations so you don't see that many people not going outside or um in fact I actually feel like I see more people out hiking, cycling, walking around than before the state Which order. honestly kind
1: of makes sense because
4: touching
2: up.
1: Yeah. Right well there's no like you don't have anywhere else to go. So like you've definitely in Colorado like you don't like have this,
3: anywhere else to be. Anywhere <laughs> yes
1: yeah, there you go. You have nowhere else to be. Yes. Yes. Um I imagine Montana hasn't really been Changed? affected too bad. Well, at all.
4: well, I mean, we had a about basically a month long uh, uh, stay at home order, like, like Colorado. It sounds like uh, got li- got lifted a week ago, I
1: think. Yeah, that's what happened. In Colorado, it was lifted last the
4: twenty sixth. Yeah, uh, Sunday was the
1: the last day of the stay at home, yeah. which ah, I don't know. It's did you hear that like Washington
0: I, extended theirs till the thirty first of May?
1: Well, that's because Washington is still a. Nightmare a suspect. yeah so Are I you- actually have a a couple of friends in Seattle um one of them actually got the coronavirus in it really oh it kicked his butt he was sick for nearly three weeks um he ended up in the what? ER one night because he couldn't breathe um fortunately he was okay it was just he was coughing so much he like just didn't feel like he was getting in a deep breath but his pulse ox was fine chest x-rays were fine uh the coronavirus subsided, but then he developed a pneumonia, which happens, and yeah, it it kicked his butt. And I mean, fortunately, oh. he's okay. Um, but so, then my other friend, who she's been fine, but uh, she's been working at home for almost two months now, um, and it's just, she said it's just weird there because it's it's still essentially lockdown.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so you're in Missoula, right, Ben? Yeah. Which is yeah. probably one of the more populous cities in Montana. Uh,
4: you Bozeman, know, Missoula and Billings, I think. I, uh, Bozeman. Yeah, uh, Billing, Billings is the biggest, but uh, uh, um, or, or actually, I haven't looked at population numbers in like ten or twenty years. But <laughs> growing up, Billings was the biggest, so I don't know. I'm from here. I don't know anything about it, though. Yeah, so, I understand um, that one.
1: Yeah. Um, I found out the other day, I didn't realize, Denver's at a quarter of a million, or no, I didn't realize, or uh, three quarters of a million. I didn't realize it was that large.
4: Dang. Um, Oh, Montana as a whole, only recently, uh, well, recently, last census, officially passed the one million mark.
1: On all of Montana. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so uh, Billings (laughs) is at 100,000 people, and Missoula's at 72,000. That's not bad. Missoula's actually not that much smaller than Boulder.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, how big is Boulder?
1: Boulder is at about, depending on the time of year, between 80 and 100,000. Because when it's the school year, you gain about 20,000 people. Sure. But now the better question.
4: The Missoula culture is a lot like Boulder, too. It's just less money flowing around.
1: Right. Well, less money. Yeah, Boulder is. Oh, my God. It's only getting worse, too. Because uh, Google moved in, and yeah, yeah we, we
4: we we we're not a uh, like a startup incubator or anything like that. Yeah. Obviously, but we we have the, the microbrews, we have a college, we have um, yeah, you got all skiers, the all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, you got all the good stuff. Um, yeah.
4: Barcelona is cruising at five and a half million. Jeez,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. Just
2: bt dubs.
3: <laughs> um, so well, what's uh, I mean, what's Jared DC wins? at?
2: What's what? Yeah, what's, uh, what's DC? Uh, DC? At, Anthony, hmm. what was that? Oh, 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 sorry. Um, what was the question? One more time. <laughs> what's the population wow, Okay, of DC so area?
1: the DC. I'm so actually DC not sure. Proper, I want to say
2: half a million or something around yeah, there. Yeah. So
1: DC proper is at uh, seven hundred thousand, but DC proper is small. Right. So the DC metro area population is six point two million.
0: Yeah, imagine I imagine Anthony probably lives in the most dense location. Jared in the most um, populous. Not, Actually, no, I don't know. I don't in think fact,
3: I, Barcelona. Well, not Barcelona, but Gibralt, which is it's close enough. We'll, we'll put it there. It's like the most densest, the most densely populated urban area in, in Europe.
0: Well, that just you goes to show that. how terrible I, I am with all of these sorts of things.
1: Well, Europe in general is far more densely populated. You have a lot more apartment buildings and whatnot. Um, I have a, my dad and uh, one of his closest friends from college and a good family friend is in New York City and uh, talk about densely populated New York City is still a complete nightmare oh um, yeah for the first time ever in the history of the city the subways are closing from midnight to 5 a.m. Shit. This is because uh, New York City is the only city in the world that has 24 hour subways and not even is, Tokyo uh, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I think Maybe at most, least in the U.S. Well, no, most, in the U.S. I know most cities, the subways or the trains close for a couple of hours at night. Um, I could be wrong about. I mean, this was quite a few years ago when I found this out. When when I was in Paris and found out that the metro closed at 11 p.m. and didn't open back up until 6 a.m. That was that, that was like- an exciting time. That sounds like oh a yeah, bit of you a
4: story. told us that
1: story. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. So this is a great story. So after I graduated college, way back in the day, uh, me and a couple of friends decided to backpack around Europe, and near the end, um, we were in Paris, and uh, I went out one night. To, we so we were staying in a actually a, a hotel. It was very fancy. Uh, we had been staying in hostels for three months. Um, we found a cheap hotel in the outskirts of Paris. Didn't realize quite quite how on the outskirts it was. It was like a 15-minute train ride into Paris. We didn't really care. It was it was a nice hotel. Um, So I go into Paris one night to just wander around at night, see the Eiffel Tower, whatnot. I don't know, probably around midnight or so. I was kind of like, all right, I should head back. Only to find out the metro stops running at 11. I ended up spending the night on a park bench in front of Notre Dame. Oof. To this day, I am still bitter about that because I was so tired. Like this was at the end of, you know, a three month long backpacking trip. And I was just like, I just want to be in bed. And oh, and so I got back to the the hotel at like 630 or so. And my the friend I was with just woke up. He was literally just about to call the cops.
0: Oh, because you were missing so long.
1: Right. He had no idea where I was. And I remember walking in and he kind of looks at me like, oh, my God, thank God where were you? And my response was, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to bed. And then, yeah. So, so that's when I found out that, um, not all cities. Yeah. Um,
0: hashtag, hashtag, hashtag not all cities.
1: There we go. Uh, Yeah. We'll start that.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I don't even know what that would mean.
1: Hashtag not all city. Um, somehow it would get warped into the lockdown orders.
0: Oh, see, I was thinking it was going to definitely follow along the lines of, uh, um, not all what is what is the phrase um, like not oh, every guy is like that that yeah, kind of yeah.
4: a yeah, yeah, yeah oh
1: I see what you're saying yeah hashtag
4: not all cities are like that
1: yeah, yeah for, mm. for
4: for a while I think it was hashtag not all men and, and basically it was, it was dudes like uh, 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 condescendingly explain like not all guys are sexist
1: but right it was the reaction to be sexist as they
4: said it <laughs> yeah.
1: mansplaining mansplaining Um. So, Jared, how long have you been in Barcelona now?
3: Um, Almost two years.
1: Two years wow, I it's think. been that long.
3: How close are you to the beach? To the beach? I mean, by metro, it's close enough. By walking, it's... Not. An hour or so. By walking, yeah. But by metro, it's fine.
1: Do, do you go I to the beach a lot? I remember being
3: able to take the metro. <laughs> I, re-
0: I remember the times. The before <laughs> <Yeah>. times.
1: Yes. <laughs> I keep thinking, so I have a six year old niece that when, you know, she's old enough to start learning history like this is going to be a crazy time for her to learn about, not just because of the pandemic, but because of Trump, amongst Mm -hmm. other things like it's going to be this. Like, I remember, like, when I was starting to learn history and was learning about the Cold War and I was old enough uh, or I'm old enough to that I was alive during the Cold War, I was for like three years, three. Yeah, for, I was very, very I have zero recollection of the Cold War. So when I was learning about the Cold War, it was like, wow, that was a crazy time in history, you know, not thinking like, oh, I was actually alive during that time. So I'm kind of wondering what she's going to, you know, learn me like that was insane. I'm glad I don't remember it.
0: <laughs> so this is actually a question that I heard recently, and I'm kind of curious what you guys think of the answer. Do you think 100 years from now, the coronavirus will be taught in
3: schools?
1: I don't know. Like
4: I mean in US or world history. Probably, yeah, right. Well, I I I mean, we honestly would say the economic fallout will probably be remembered alongside like the Great Depression and everything else. Yeah. But I mean we don't we didn't
1: really start talking about the Spanish flu until recently. Like I don't know how much I learned about that in school. To be Um, fair, the
0: Spanish flu was kind of kept under wraps though. True. In fact, true. the only reason it's called the Spanish flu is because they were the only ones that were reporting on it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. And they thought it was just them because, yeah.
1: Well, it was because it was during World War One, and all of the powers that were fighting World War One did not want to advertise this flu to anybody else because sure. they didn't, yeah. Oh. What were you um, going to say, I
4: was just going to bring up the Spanish about, flu, about that was, but Aaron said that. <laughs> I, I learned about the Spanish flu pretty early on, pretty young, but that's because my great-great-grandmother died from it. Oh,
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was going to say, I never heard about it other than maybe a mention um, until recently. So that, that was going to be my like indication that even though it seems really relevant now, something that was very similar back then, we don't really talk about it too much.
3: You know what I've been thinking about? Well, I think about it like when I'm going to sleep is like the weird things I remember that it's like, there's so much stuff that used to be like really important and central to me that I don't remember. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of what we learned, we don't remember it. But at some point, we learned about it. But it was, like, just a minor thing. And it was, like, in passing. Yeah. It was, like, you know, like one test or, like, whatever. Right. Like, 12, like it has zero years of school. It's, like, you know, we don't remember learning about it. But, you know,
4: maybe we actually did. And, right. And but it, know... like, had
1: zero effect on your life. So it just kind of went away.
4: The other the other thing is I uh, uh, starting in like early teens like like seventh grade ish I I was minorly obsessed with disease and pandemics like like (laughs) Ebola Uh, 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 have you ever read the novel Hot Zone Yeah Yeah I I actually had
1: to read that in high school I don't remember what class it was maybe in biology.
4: So, so seventh grade, we had to do a biology report uh, on diseases, and each team was assigned a disease to uh, uh, do a a group presentation on. And we found Hot Zone in the school library, and I read a extended excerpt to the class just to gross them all out. It was awesome.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Hot Zone. It got so Hot Zone's basically about a worldwide pandemic. The disease is similar to Ebola, but a lot more deadly. And,
4: uh, I'm thinking of a different book. uh hot zone is a, a like novelization of real events. It's it's a, a write up of Ebola breakouts.
1: Oh, I'm thinking there was. Um, okay, I know when you're talking about. Uh, Aaron,
4: are you thinking World War Z?
1: No, Michael <laughs> Crichton had a book called The Hot Zone. Um, that I think so. Maybe I'm lo- losing my mind. Um, well, but, think,
0: speaking of books, that's one of the topics that we usually. Would cover when we were at Walnut was just what books were people reading mainly mainly Ben but uh you should should
4: sh- should I link this thing in Skype or WhatsApp? Let's
0: uh either yeah just just send it link it in Skype and Aaron will make sure to put it in the the link dump at the end.
1: Yeah, I do. Should we I always have it? uh relevant links. There
0: it is. Um,
1: I don't know. Maybe I am thinking of this book. Eh. So. I'm losing my mind. We're just gonna go with that.
0: So, okay, on another political question, because those always go so well. Uh, so
3: they're, they're, I'm sorry, they're they're clapping and honking and stuff outside. Any chance uh, you can bring your computer towards people. It? Yeah, I can yeah. take it just straight out there because so it's a laptop. So in
1: Barcelona <laughs> and like in a lot of cities around eight o'clock, people get out wow. and clap and thank their uh, all the healthcare workers. Oh, that's really cool. You can hear it. No, no, that is All genuinely right. heartwarming. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Did I, we, I did we, we Anthony, good. did we ask are they doing anything like that in DC or in your area?
2: Uh, definitely not in my area. Um, I haven't noticed them doing that, but I know of course they're doing it all, all over the country. I think at one point somebody said I was p- living in probably the more populated area or densely populated area of DC. I'm actually in Alexandria, which right. is not very densely popular. I'd say, um, Arlington probably is. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were doing it around there.
1: Yeah. I always, I, I really enjoy the howling here. Um, the first time it happened, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just thought some kids were being weird and howling at the moon because it started, I think it was during the full are the, the big um, super moon, the super moon a couple of weeks ago. And, uh you know, then it caught on like wildfire. And it's really funny because it's literally right around eight o'clock. All of a sudden you just start he- hearing howling and then you hear the dogs barking to the howls. And uh it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, I bet.
0: Liquid is so boring that there's no chance in heck they'd do anything like that.
1: So you should you should start doing it, Jeff. You should just go outside and start howling at 8 o'clock.
0: See, that's <laughs> how I get a report, because uh, the apartment complex oh! that I live in has uh, quiet hours, and they would definitely yell at me for that. Speaking of
1: reports. Would they yell at you? Yes. Or the coyote? Oh, they would totally yell good
0: at you. I just have to impersonate a coyote well enough, and we're good to go.
1: Is 8 o'clock a quiet hour?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's ten. I can never really remember, but I I just remember they're like oddly strict about it. When I first was signing my lease, they're like, "Okay, people pay a lot of money to be here." Not entirely true compared to the rest of places in Denver, at least. And uh, because of that, we like to expect uh, quiet hours all times. uh, Excuse me, uh, all days, including weekends. So, like, I could never throw a party here on the weekends, which sucks. Just
1: a very quiet party.
0: Just very quiet party. I actually Uh, bought a decibel meter just to prove that I'm not being too loud.
1: (laughs) So, what's this thing you're excited about, Aaron? So, this is hilarious. So, speaking of being reported. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Nextdoor app. Is that Um, the app
0: that basically you and your neighborhood can report things that happen in your neighborhood?
1: Yeah, basically. You just, you join it. And it's not just reporting things. It's you can have discussions. You can. Seems like Facebook,
4: but with a uh, a, a, a uh, uh, tightly coupled map feature.
1: Basically, yeah, it's just it's just so you can kind of get in touch with your neighbors and, and whatnot, but it's also for reporting. So um, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, I go outside with my cat because she's awesome and we just wander around my complex and she we just hang out together. Um, and every once in a while, she's a bit of a pain and she starts wandering, kind of weaving in and out of the carports. Um, and kind of darting behind the cars and going under the cards. And I usually follow her just to keep an eye on her and make sure she's not doing, you know, leaking the cars or anything. Cause she's done that. So the other day I was kind of in an area of the complex that we're normally not in cause she was just on the move. Um, and somebody posted on next door, um, just wanted to send an FYI of suspicious behavior of Remington post. Saw a guy in a purple and white baseball cap, white T-shirt, blue shorts, black sneakers, eyeglasses, and a beard, wearing white wireless headphones, walking in and out of our carports, just looking at but not touching cars or bikes. He has no reason to be near around my carport shed area. I have video if you need needed, but we just felt very put off by his circling our and our neighborhood's cars.
0: What's so So good about that is the description of you. Is so good. I can actually visualize that. That's, yeah, well, like I know that outfit. I've yeah. seen that outfit before. So, yeah. so did, you, well,
1: did, did you reply to the post? well? So what's funny is I, I don't. Ch- I have the app. I don't check it very often. But one of the neighbors that I know, he came out and was like, he told me he's like, I, I think that was you. It's kind of funny. I was like, Yep. I think I actually know exactly which carport I was walking past because they had a little uh, security camera, and so. I responded, um, and he said, that was definitely me. My cat, her name is Bobka, and she's very friendly, was being a bit of a pill yesterday and was wandering around the carports, and I was just keeping an eye on her. We normally stay in a different area, but she was on the move yesterday. I apologize for any concerns this may have caused. (laughs) Um, And I wasn't, like, honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect. More diplomatic than I would have been, but yeah. (laughs) Well, because, you know, the initial post was very confrontational
4: in a lot of ways.
1: And so, like, I was like, there was a part of me like, should I even say anything? But um, fortunately, it ended very well. She responded, thank you for clearing this up. Our neighbor's carport shed lock was cut off a few months ago and we were being cautious. I'm sorry if I caused any issues, but love communing with all of you for just this reason. Always very helpful. So I was like, I felt good in the end. I was like, okay, I'm glad I said something. Um, Because, like, I was thinking, like, yeah, like that would be kind of disconcerting seeing some random guy just hanging around your carport.
0: Especially if he looks as shaggy and, and suspicious as oh, you. Oh,
1: yes. I know. I, I'm very shady looking.
3: Yeah, with his Yeah. I mean, I yeah, could kind of see through out.
1: like a security camera, my big bushy beard and a hat and be like, hmm, who's this guy? Um, but yeah. So which, it's really funny. A lot of my a lot of people in my complex know me because of Babka. And they know Bobka's name. They don't know my name. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, honestly, that's, you know, is more exciting than I am, so I'm okay with that.
0: So one of the questions I want to ask is, uh, since we're all in different locations these days, and since Walnut Brewery closed down, sadly, on uh, July, what was it, July, f- June 4th, 2017, um, <laughs> what's your guys' is replacement Walnut? Do you have any new location that's like your go-to bar? Or a place to get a drink?
3: I I, I do. Oh. Um, well, Blue knows a uh, again named Cisco he's got a nice bar and um, it's tapas place It's is really was really good. It's my favorite the city It's my first place to go when we finally get to go back to go to
1: bars. nice.
0: Are you allowed to get super large mugs of beer or is it just you know the normal timid pints?
3: No, they're just beers but they're actually like they' they're cool because they're really really cold. Nice. So, so they bring them out, and the glass is so cold that the condensation forms ice on them. Uh, and yeah,
1: That's pretty. Cool. cool.
3: Yeah, it's really cool. There's um another place too. Well, I mean, there there's there's numerous places. We we, 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 we do well. We do well, with bars. <laughs> we do well with
1: bars. I mean, I think I could I can see that in Barcelona, and well, in Europe in general, pubs are a thing.
4: Pubs. What about the rest of y'all? Uh, I'm going to Highlander Brewery. In- Here in Missoula, which is uh, 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 my end of town and really good. Uh, Although I only make it like two or three times a year at most because I always go with my brother because he's my roommate. But uh, he's also uh, disabled, which means we have to take his van, uh, which takes his uh, wheelchair with it. But... Because he has to drive and is a little guy. Uh, uh, Jeff and Jared have met him. He's a short, short guy. Uh, uh, legs and spine are kind of gurpled up, and he uh, mm-hmm. uh, leans heavily to starboard. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing. That's just such a that, great way to describe it. Yeah, that yeah. was
1: that was a hilarious description. I, I feel uh, uh, terrible uh, laughing. Uh, uh,
4: um, well, I mean uh he he makes fun of himself quite a bit he 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 refers to himself as a a, a munchkin uh but but uh, um anyway uh, uh uh like because he's physically half my size he doesn't have much alcohol tolerance and he's by definition the dd at the same time oh, so no. it's like i i can't really in good conscience drink three times as much as him uh so so i have to limit myself to like one pint each time <laughs> so speaking
0: yeah. of designated drivers and alcohol places Uh, Who wants to recreate the story um, where Ben got me pulled over by the cops?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was not there for that. And I'm very sad.
0: Anthony, Anthony, you look particularly uh,
2: enthused. Do you remember that? I I I remember it. I just, I'm not usually the best one at telling retelling stories, though. I guess I remember that episode that you guys released when you you were trying to come up with a, uh, another story. Oh yeah, that one—the one where we
0: basically took over the entire episode because I right. couldn't remember the quarter order of oh, events. <laughs> that that would
2: that, that was, would basically that was be awesome. Yeah, that would basically be like me. But as as I remember it, um, we were leaving Walnut Brewery after their late night happy hour. Um, Jeff was driving. It wasn't it wasn't too much of it wasn't a very long drive.
4: Um, no, it's like we were, maybe five minutes. Yeah, is we it, were it, it's like a fifteen minute walk you, to give you context. So. Mm-hmm
1: i don't even know why yeah, we basically drove. probably was, winner
3: oh yeah. yeah yeah it was it was probably winter this was also the time that i remember ben was writing shotgun because this was how ben lost his shotgun privileges
4: <laughs> yeah okay so I, I may remember better because i felt guilty about it go for uh, it but 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 uh yeah i was writing shotgun And we were uh, in this little side street next to the brewery uh, and we we pulled out and started to drive away, except there were two cop cars. One of them was double parked talking to the other cop Uh, uh, and the guy who was double parked prevented us from leaving for like 30 seconds to a minute. We were just sitting there behind the guy and he didn't give a shit because he's a cop. He can do what he wants. (laughs) (laughs) I can Uh, see
0: where your mentality was at this time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And then then we uh, eventually uh, – uh, he he lets us through, and uh, I I just gave the one of the cops a look as we went past, just like, come on, guy, uh, 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 seriously, like like a, a look like that. Like I, I I don't have a webcam, so I, I can't imitate it right now. But but just like a, it's just sort of a come on, guy. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. And and just, that, that was, like, that kind was of like all a look I of, did. But it was like, enough to get us pulled over a minute later because <laughs> he followed us. And see, I was
0: paying attention to the road, so I didn't know what you were doing. But in my mind, the look that you gave him was thumbs and ears and fingers twiddling around. Oh like, no, 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 nah. I, I,
4: no! no, no, no! Uh, 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 it was just like eyebrows raised, like, 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 like leaning back. Like, come on, man! Really? So wait, 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 wait. when the cop pulled Something you like over, this, like, just like a shoulder uh, like, shrug. Yeah. B- basically, like, like, uh. uh not quite as much hand action as uh, what Anthony was just uh, a pantomiming, but uh, it's a podcast anyway, so they're not going to understand what I'm <laughs>
1: <they're> talking about. <laughs> um, uh, 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 so uh, when when you got pulled over, what was the the cops' reasoning?
0: Random. Stop, I remember. I think. No, no. I remember very specifically. So the, you know the road that has the um, it's like Whitman or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, sign it's, uh, in the middle of the road. There's a there's a cross street on Walnut that has kind of a, a sign in the middle of the road, like welcome to whatever neighborhood
0: it is. Yeah, like that. Uh, and it's, it's a, a stop a very sign, ornate I sign. I specifically remember it. Um, yeah. And it's a stop sign. And as with stop signs, they have the white bar that you're supposed to stop at. Oh, uh, well,
1: did you go slightly beyond the white bar? I went
0: slightly beyond the white bar. And he literally. So here's the thing that confused the hell out of me cuz from my perspective he pulls me over and you know after like t- 10 minutes of waiting because he's doing something in his car he finally comes up to me and is like do you know why i pulled you over and at this point i think we all knew that ben had made the face so i had to very straight face say no i have no idea um right, like, yeah. and he was like well you 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 failed to stop at the bar and in my head i'm thinking no we just got back from the
1: bar cuz i didn't really <laughs> You're like what do you what what do you mean i didn't stop at the bar what are you talking I had talking no about?
0: idea what he was talking about Oh, my um,
1: goodness. But yeah, so he
0: he uh, he pulled us over. He told me that we didn't stop the bar, asked if I had been drinking. I said I had had a beer at the bar at, uh, let's see, Walnut Brewery started at 10, right? Yeah, right. And this yes. was probably around 1130 when we finally left. Or um, mm-hmm. So I had a beer an hour and a half ago. Um, of course, the thing I didn't tell him was it was a mug. So it was probably a little bit more than a beer, but still.
1: It was Actually, like no. two and a quarter beers. This was before half, I yeah. had the
0: mug because I remember after this I never I refused to drive if I had had a mug. Uh so I think this was back when I still didn't have the, the mug at the beer
1: at mm-hmm.
0: uh Walnut. So
1: did he anyways, make you get out? And...
0: Um
4: I Yes, he did. He, I remember okay.
2: that. Okay. No, I, I, don't I, think he I made I just you get out, I think. He- I, 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 did, I, remember, I
4: remember you being outside talking to him and him coming to interview the rest of us through the window.
0: Ah, uh, See, I remember him um, definitely after asking the question of if he drank, going back to his cop car, and then we just sat there for a half hour. That's one of the things, yeah. things I
1: remember. Um, so this was.
0: Oh, yeah. Just to finish the story off. Uh, eventually, he just kind of let us go.
1: Yeah. He'll give you, us go like, well, yeah, because I don't. He gave you a warning. He was just being a dick. Um, yeah, I mean, make, we're making like sure
4: you're respecting his authority, but- right? His authority. Exactly, ah. and don't
1: give him an ugly look. Um, <laughs> so this was oh man, I think I was still in college. Um, uh, so in high school, I was in marching band, and after high school, there's um, I don't not professional marching bands, but like college level marching bands called um, drum corps. And uh, sure. they do these big competitions every year. And me and a few friends, the the, uh, the big competition, the finals, if you will, were in um, New England in uh, at Foxborough where uh, the Patriots play. And so four of us decided to drive out there and we drove from Colorado to essentially Boston straight. No stops. I mean, to pee or whatnot, but just a straight shot. And... Um, I was the first one to drive and we were on I-80 through Nebraska and really close to the border of Nebraska. And it's the middle of the night. I was probably doing 90 and, you know, and it's 75 on an I-80 and I pass a car and I suddenly see bright lights turn on, not cop lights, just bright lights. And I re- I immediately was like, oh, crap, that was a cop. So I start slowing down and then I see the red, white and blue lights and I pull over, and so the cop makes me get out of the car, you know, asks, you know, the, do you know how fast you were driving, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and I'm usually, I've been pulled over before. I'm usually pretty honest with the cops. I've usually found that honesty actually goes a long way.
0: But this time um, you decided to lie through your teeth.
1: No, no. I was. I <laughs> Great was,
3: insults the whole <laughs> yeah, way.
1: Just, yeah, right. Well, no, like, so what's really funny, so when I got pulled over, um, it was crazy. He made me get out of the car. And he actually had me sit in the front seat of the cop car while he ran everything, which was just really weird. Like, why am I sitting in the front seat?
4: Riding shotgun in a cop. car.
1: Uh, right. I was just like, You should have just I, taken the cop car. I know. I'm thinking like this is this is strange. And um he had never seen a Jewish person in his life. How, um because I, I had a keep I had a keeper on and then I, I came out I had a necklace on that had uh a Native American symbol. I can't remember what it was. And he's like, "Oh, so are you Native American?" I was like, <laughs> you "No, know, no, I'm Jewish." And I pointed at the kippah. And he's like, "What?" It it like so so kippah is something that Jewish people wear. He's like, "Oh, I didn't know that." So I'm like, all right, cool. So he runs everything. It's fine, and you know he he writes me a ticket for going ten over. But we get back to the car and. Or I don't remember if this was before or after, you know, he ran everything, but it was in earshot of uh all my friends. Um, He says, and I told him, you know, what we were doing, where we were going, we we're driving straight there. And he says, do you really think you're going to get there faster dra- driving this fast? And I, I had to bite my tongue and be like, no, I guess not. And I'm like. I can do the math for you because, yes, yes, we will get there faster. I love
4: in your head. Well, it head depends you're on thinking, how often you get pulled over.
1: True. That's a good point. That is an excellent point. But I was literally like, as this was like, like the wheels are turning in my head. I'm like, I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Oh, my God. This guy's an idiot.
4: Still, still better than like my experience with rural cops. But like, I don't even want to go into that because it's not an entertaining story. It's just an enraging story. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Wait, what do you got there, Jared?
3: Go for All it. Right. So the, literally the first time I was driving on the road um, with my dad, we were going from like the grocery store back home. And it was like basically literally the first time I was driving. Um, and so basically I crossed the line a few times. I got pulled over by a guy. So I pull off to the side and my dad is acting weird. He's like, switch seats with me. i like, dude, I'm not doing that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the cop comes up to, the, to us. And, you know, you do license, registration stuff. It, it's fine. It's whatever. It's like, you know, we explained the situation to him. And then, like, when he leaves, he says, like, the most terrifying thing to me was just like, oh, that's a good thing you didn't get out of that car. I would have shot you. Oh like, my God. God. What? What? Traumatized.
1: Where was this? He in... was,
3: like, a like, 15-year-old kid.
1: Were you in the Springs or was this still back in Georgia?
3: This was in Georgia, yeah.
1: That's... Terrifying. Were you almost getting out of the car?
3: I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a joke or something. I think maybe there might have been motions to getting out of the car because of the things my dad was
1: saying about right. it. Right. And, and you're just I probably like, you're, you're freaking out. First time you've been driving and then yeah, all of a sudden yeah, you like get pulled it over.
3: Like, like weird, like people reach, reaching for stuff or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I you're like no undid
1: your seatbelt or something as simple yeah. as that. Why did you but get pulled over?
3: For like driving badly. Like I said, it was the first time I was driving.
4: It was like, you he crossed the lines. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay,
3: so that that that, that was so from that time, I was like terrified of cops getting pulled over because it's like, all right, cool. Bizarre, but terrifying. Yeah. And then one time I was like doing a drive from Colorado Springs to Vegas. And I was like, I, I don't know, in the mountains somewhere. And I got pulled over and I was terrified because it's like, I'm terrified of cops pulling me over now. And the dude is like, Searching my car. Yeah, basically, I got pulled over because I, was like, I wasn't like sleeping and it was, like, really late. And again, like, probably a, a line or something because it's mountain roads. There's no one around. And he, he just basically, like, searches the whole car because he's, like, convinced I have drugs because I'm acting suspicious. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm just really nervous around cops. <laughs> just,
1: like, really Anybody well, else mean, have
3: any good... It took me a while to get over it. I did eventually get over it.
1: I, I have a lot of good cop stories. What about you, Anthony? Reason.
2: Have you ever been pulled over? Um, twice. Oh, So the really? first time was just, I don't think they're, they're not that exciting. The first time was just well, uh, typical speeding while driving back to uh, college after spring break one time.
1: You terrible um, person, you.
2: I know I am a terrible person. I'm sorry. Uh, the other time it was just uh, to let me know that i had a uh taillight that was out um though that mm. was a, a that was a little scary because i had just got back from uh um a trivia night with a couple of friends in oh. downtown dc mm. so but they didn't it it was a case where you know it was i only had one drink two hours ago it was light and um but they never asked me and i didn't even think about the fact that they could have asked me until after the fact yeah that
0: – when when Ben caused me to get pulled over, that was the thing that was terrifying to me is the fact that I had had a beer before and so who knows? Maybe I don't understand my limit and maybe I am over 0.8 and this is a huge problem. Uh, point 0.8, wow. Point,
1: 0.08. There wow. you go. Uh,
0: <laughs> I actually did a – for a statistics course in at college, uh, I did a uh, – I, I bought a several breathalyzers, got into a party and like uh, had everyone – drink a beer, then test themselves, and then plot over time. I'll tell hmm. you this. If you ever get to .08 and you think you still can drive, you are an idiot because <laughs> yeah, .08 yeah. is laughably drunk. Like, I know.
1: So crazy. It's it's amazing how uh, – this is going to sound maybe callous, but I am always amazed at functional alcoholics because like, if I was that drunk all the time – I don't know how it would function. I mean, obviously, your body gets used to it, I guess. But Maybe. it's kind of impressive in not a good way. Um,
2: no, like,
3: really hardcore alcoholics, their brain literally changes to, like, yeah. produce, like, a lot more of the whatever. So that when they're what? really drunk is how they're normal. And then if they stop drinking, because alcohol is depressing, when they stop drinking, their, their brain is, like, overactive and they have seizures and shit. Right, right. That's crazy. Um, well, Hey,
0: we're, uh, we're coming up on our 45 minutes, so it's probably about time we wrap the episode up, but just normally when we end an episode, we come up with the final word. Oh some God, really I didn't cool, even look that up. Don't worry. I got you covered. Good. Uh, some really cool word that, uh, just somebody doesn't necessarily use a lot, but has a really cool definition. I found one just in case, but, uh, Aaron, Ben and Jared, do you know of any really good words that you don't think people use a lot and maybe don't have.
1: Uh, and by Aaron, Ben and Jared, you mean Anthony, Ben Anthony. and Jared?
0: See, my brain, my brain, <laughs> unlike a functioning alcoholics, is just always messed up. Uh, and Well, you have saw no, two A's you, you, you and are, flip them.
1: And you're also face blind, so, you know, that's a thing.
0: Yeah, but I know you, I've known you guys long enough that I should know the difference between Aaron and Anthony. What's yeah. funny, before I said that line, I actually rehearsed it in my head a few times, knowing that that might be a problem. So, nice. let me try this again. Anthony, Ben and Jared, do you guys have any like go-to words that you think are not used enough, but have really cool
3: definitions. Here's a, here's a fun word. I have uh, definistrate. Definistrate.
1: Definistrate. Is, is a definestrate
3: that push out a window. It is push out of a window. Wow. That's
0: very good. Uh, if you're interested, look up the definestration of Prague, Uh pretty fun <laughs> little event in history. Um, anyone Wait, else?
1: The definestrate of Prague
0: definestration of Prague. I believe was that's it what it's just called. Just
1: like everybody was being pushed out of windows. I believe
4: no, city that. officials were.
1: That's terrifying and slightly amusing.
4: Depends on what they were doing that brought them <laughs> yeah. to that point. Well, I believe you know, somebody I mean, just got
0: super offended and was like, you know what? We're just going to shove you out a window. <laughs> of course, this was U.S. history back in high school. So I mean, not U.S., European history back in high school, so I have no
3: idea. That was yeah. just a retirement plan back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, defenestration is such a good word. Because it, it, the best part about it is it has such a very specific meaning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um what about you, Anthony and Ben? Any any words come to mind?
4: I, I feel I know like I really should have been giving uh, should have been given a, a forewarning to think
2: yeah. this over. Yeah, Honestly, go, I <laughs>
4: forgot about it
0: until about twenty minutes into the podcast, and then I frantically started searching for a word that made sense. Um and thought, hey, maybe somebody else has a good word. So my apologies for not properly. Okay, so hold qualified. on. So
1: this is crazy. Defenestrate more than likely originated from the defenestrations of Prague. Really? (laughs) Yeah, the word, um, let's see, so the defenestrations of Prague were three incidents in the history of Bohemia in which multiple people were defenestrated, thrown out the window. The The origin of the word defenestrate is believed to come from these episodes in Prague. In 1618... (laughs) <laughs> when the disgruntled Protestant estates threw true royal governors out of the castle window and wrote an extensive apologia to this act. How, Ooh, that's how, a good word. Apologia. Apologia. That's
4: another an, yeah,
1: that's that's good one. Yeah. Uh, do, um, you, do you guys know what apology is?
4: Uh, I can uh, guess. Uh, very similar to apology, but... <laughs> Uh, Uh, No, it's actually defense of uh, and and, and, uh, 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 like post hoc redemption of.
1: It's almost like the opposite of apology because you're speaking in defense of your action.
0: Oh, really? That's interesting. Is it kind of like a, I'm sorry, but I was
1: right. Kind of. (laughs) The official definition or whatever official is a formal defense of an opinion, position or action.
0: Huh. And what was the word again?
1: Uh, apologia. Apology. Apologia. A-P-O-L-O-G-I-A.
0: Um, okay. So we now have Aaron's word and Jared's word. Um, I won't press you. If you don't have one off the top of your head, don't worry about it. But if you guys have
2: one that you want to contribute. The, there was one that I came up with uh, the last time I was in Colorado and hanging out with um, uh, Aaron and a couple of other friends. Do you remember what it was, Aaron, that I came oh, up with? Oh, it
1: was uh, Terrapin. Okay. So, we meant we were talking
0: the, just just for the audio listeners as we don't have video, the look on Aaron's face the, the look on Anthony's face was, "I don't recall that, but I'm gonna go with it
1: so no, so, <laughs> so we were good. at uh we were at the mountain Sun with Ed Chris, and then Graham joined us, and we were talking about pot shops because that's what happens, I guess, and uh we were talking about the Terrapin station. And we were all going, huh? What is a terrapin? And Anthony said, "That should be your final word." And and so there you go. And a terrapin is a turtle. I don't I don't know why it's called the terrapin station.
0: By the way, I believe the terrapin station a, a is a Grateful
3: Dead reference. Oh, hmm? okay. Yeah, I mean, I. Chris told me
2: <laughs> because because he owns terrapin. Terrapin, yeah. I assume
1: uh, terrapin station is a pot shop in Boulder, FYI. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: okay.
0: Uh, unless you got one, Ben, I'll just yeah, do the. Yeah, I,
4: I got. I got a quick one. Uh, uh, oh I, yes, I, I, I tried to quick look up uh, aerospace jargon to throw at you that that, that I <laughs> particularly enjoy, because uh, 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 Aaron is also an aerospace engineer, or at least by training. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the rest of the rest of us are uh, uh, math PhDs, uh, but I'm a aerospace PhD. Uh, uh, um, so I, I'm the one guy who's uh, had like NASA internships that are not nearly as glamorous as they sound like. Uh, um, but a uh, uh, favorite uh, uh, piece of jargon from aerospace is the TLA.
1: Yeah.
4: TLA. Three-letter TLA- acronym. Yeah. Huh. Which aerospace engineers love as a joke.
0: That is a good joke. I can't tell you the number of times I've read some sort of paper at, or, or introduction or something and just filled with so many acronyms, I'm like, well, this is basically useless.
1: Basically. Yep. Well, um, I can't remember, this was a virtual happy hour last week. I don't think you were on it, Jeff.
4: Nah, um, oh, I wasn't either.
1: But, no, and Jared was probably asleep. Um, we were talking about the new, um, uh, Mars mission, I think. I can't remember, uh, I can't remember the name. The Ingenuity? The, the, the Hmm? Ingenuity? Oh. No, um, shoot. It's Perse-
2: a perseverance. Are you talking about a r- rover or a, uh?
1: spacecraft i think it was just a spacecraft might be the Vier- maven maven yes it was the maven it was the maven and the maven uh, we were talking about how absurd it is because the maven stands for um i gotta look it up now because i don't remember um mars
2: atmosphere something something something
1: yeah and it's one of those vehicles. Uh, it's
2: probably
0: the v in there i bet
1: but it was one of those things like they came up with the acronym first. Mars Atmosphere and Volatile Evolution. Dang it. Got it wrong. Um, and so, like, you know, they came up with the acronym first. Like, that's a cool acronym. Let's call yeah, it that. Yeah. Now we need to somehow come up with words for the letters we chose.
4: Yeah. I, I hate that trend. It's it's really popular in aerospace, but just all over. Just like making an acronym. It is. Yeah, you are. Cool, it's, then cramming actual words into it yeah it because is just, very
1: very popular in aerospace just choose
4: something from mythology like apollo or gemini and well call it
0: good. it's because people really like branding and everyone mm-hmm. loves to brand something good
1: well um, one of the uh the mars or not mars the one of the moon um uh the gateway to the moon which is dumb but yes. the moon gateway they're talking about building is going to be called artemis which at least that makes sense
4: yeah, although... Is it a Stargate? I hmm? uh, it's, It sounds like They're a going Stargate. to replace the ISS with a new space station that's uh, in a, a halo orbit around the moon. It, right, is the which planet.
1: is dumb. Yeah. It's really... Speaking, they're speaking, space. They're going
4: to put an though, ISS around the moon. They're going to, uh, uh, so ISS, International Space Station, is getting old. Like, each time they cycle the airlock, the metal stresses, and eventually they're going to have to scrap it or it'll run the risk of it exploding.
1: Or um, they'll right. have to replace it, which is not easy.
4: Yeah, yeah, and it's ridiculously well, expensive, so so I mean uh, uh, re- if you're going to replace it, you may as well just build a brand new space station. And in this case, they're going to do one out by the moon. The idea is that it's like a halfway point to landing on the moon, or a halfway point to the Mars, but in reality, you have to go out of your
3: way
1: to get we to the space go station. Way out of your the way. The
3: halfway point is definitely... Like, orbit around the Earth.
1: Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because, like, not only... <laughs> getting from not the only... ground of
3: the Earth to orbit is, like, that's like that's more than half of it.
4: Well, it's probably... Yeah, well, yeah, well, but it also, you have to have right? so
1: much more propellant to get there, and you're not going to get a lot out of it.
4: Basically, like, the, the best argument I have seen for it is that it's a political move. Meaning, meaning oh, yeah, we, we will get stakeholders who want us to continue spending money on this thing uh, the way the way people want to continue spending money on ISS right now, which means yeah. we will have a permanent presence around the moon if we build this thing. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking- whereas if we have one-off missions, uh, uh, it, it, it'll just be a one-off and yeah. we won't want to keep spending money on it and, and w- it'll be like Apollo all over again.
1: Yeah. Spe- speaking of aerospace stuff, do you, do you guys know what is going to happen on May 27th, hopefully?
4: Oh yeah, what's
0: what's May 27th? I'll bite. I'll let it is. The is that the uh,
1: first launch wait, 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 of right? Adam? Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's that's what I was gonna guess.
1: The first human launch from U.S. soil in nine years on a SpaceX oh. Falcon 9. Mm-hmm. Is
0: that's this going, going to try right? to return as well?
1: Yeah. ISS. Well, it's it's a human flight. Yeah, they're gonna they're <laughs> they going be, up to they the ISS. they be planning
0: to return. I meant, you know how <laughs> yes, yes
1: they're planning has their on the rocket returning,
3: returning. returns.
1: Yeah, I am. Just send them up
3: there with the Tesla and, you know, there you go. Have fun. Yeah, have fun.
1: (laughs) I'm so excited. It might. They're worried about weather, though. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot them up in the Tesla. Drive your way back. You'll be fine.
0: Some way. That's the only way some people can afford one.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right.
0: Okay, so let's wrap this up. Um, That was really fun, guys. Thanks again for joining us. Um, Our final word that I picked out while I was scrambling to get one. Oh, yes, Jeff. Is is bevy? Does bevy. anybody know what bevy means?
1: B e v y.
0: B e v y.
1: I've heard that word. So uh, give have me I. An, and
0: I can't. Recall. Any guesses? Is uh, it short for Beverly? No, it's not short for <laughs> Beverly.
4: Beverly. Is Although it related to surplus?
0: Uh, kind of in a very is it obscure like a, way.
1: Like a group of something, like a group of people. Well,
0: you're you're you basically hit it. It's a large group of people or things. Of a particular kind, kind of yeah, it's like, like us. a bevy
1: of something, like yeah, oh, yeah,
0: that's it. So that's the final word.
1: Cool.
0: Hey, if you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast, uh, you know, share it with a friend. That's the only way we're ever going to grow. I've also recently found out that you can like give us uh reviews on iTunes and stuff like that, and apparently oh, really? that helps. So oh, give us good yeah. reviews, and yeah, all the people us who just
1: joined us, uh, you know, share it since you know you are now a part of this podcast forever yes, you're
0: part
4: of
1: the legacy this will um, exist forever and ever and ever
4: i'm putting that responsibility on anthony because as we said he is the social networking hub it's true it's true yeah. out of out of the five which us, means i uh, would
0: actually have success it would be anthony <laughs> So but, being the
2: hub that means i'm also the most dangerous person in a pandemic right
4: yes yeah yes you're the, you're the weak point <laughs> you're, you're true, the uh, disease vector <laughs> cool <laughs>
0: there
4: we go well
2: okay
0: everyone awesome. until next time uh, enjoy the outro music peace bye-bye
2: Okay, now you can press stop on your recordings. And delete, right? We're done with
3: the thing. I can stop now?